All right, season two is here. We are back. So good to be back. Um, so for the first episode, we've got Jack Burke, the classic Jack Burke co-host with the Flipside podcast, um, back on to have a good old uh, bit of a catch up on 2020. It's been a bit of a crazy year, as every other human will know. Um, we yeah, we discuss um, my break from alcohol, his break from social media and just a few little um things that we found to stay healthy and happy i guess um so yeah it was a good conversation i hope you enjoy it um make sure you follow us on the gram um at flipside pod boom all right so it'd be I guess you know it's been nearly a year since we um, since this podcast started. It's mad, really, everything that's changed since it has started. In terms of you, obviously had a lot of guests, and it's it looks like it's going really well. I love the Instagram page, um, but also just like looking out the window now. I think the last podcast I did with you, I was sat on my roof, and it was like it was it was freaking warm out. Um, I see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was sunbathing on the roof, and now it's like yeah, freezing. You got Liquid sunshine now, not uh, not the real sunshine. Liquid. But yeah, mate. Yeah, it's what my, it's my positive spin on it being raining all the time. Okay, yeah, nice. I like it. Liquid sunshine. It's uh, yeah, it's very cloudy right now. <laughs> you can't see the sun, but um, but yeah. So yeah, lots happened. A lots happened. So. so what's what's um what's changed since last time we we spoke? Um. I mean, we've had we've been in lockdown. I mean, since then, I've now been um, over a, a year. I can't remember when we did the last podcast. I don't think it was a year ago, was it? Was it a year? No, we we that we haven't it's even. The start of, it's the start of the year, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was just before Christmas that we did the first ever podcast. I think. Oh, was it? Excuse me, then, because I felt like we did a few going into like the start of this year, when back in March or something, when we happened to get loads of good weather, randomly um okay so maybe it hasn't been a year but a lot's happened only it, since covid's come around yeah um i've i've changed jobs in terms of moved from one hospital to another i've realized i want to change my job totally <laughs> not totally but i want to move out of the um the national health service that kind of sector um so that's one facet i've um also realized i want to move from the lakes which is another big one, uh, which we can go into. Um, and then I've just, I think, not what's changed, but rather what's continued is a lot of the uh, routine and habits that I've, I have over the summer. Um, I've continued going now, now into the winter, which has been really good. I don't usually do. For example, as you know, like continuing to go to the lakes and swim and um, continuing to like go running, even though it's dark. and Just like loads of things. It's been really good feel um not everything's in a great place like I say work's frustrating at the moment but in terms of like my routine I'm, I'm really feels good so so yeah mate a lot a lot's happened on it yeah a lot's happened so, yeah well, it's been one hell of a year I don't know where you start really um love gyms closing as well because because over lockdown, gyms remaining open has been like my um, safe place, I guess. My, 
um, it really is like my church because it's the place where you can go and just totally switch off all the focus is on moving away from A to B. Don't think about anything else. There's no uh, financial thoughts or no um, relationship thoughts or anything like that. And then not having that all of a sudden. Yeah, you can do your home workouts and things. And I continue to do that, but it's just, it was nice to have that. Separate environment to go to. Yeah, that building that you go to and you, yeah, you check in and you check out and it's great. So, But they're opening again next Thursday, supposedly. So that's going to be amazing. Um, yeah, I think overall, like I always said from the start, up until like only maybe two months ago, I was like, oh, COVID's not really affected me. I've always been like, oh, I'm still working and my routine's not massively changed um, in terms of on my days off, go up to the lakes and do all sorts of things. But then more recently, I've been like, no, actually, it's caught up with me. And I'm like, no, it's really, it has really affected me because there's been like relationships that I've not been able to um, continue um, or progress because of social distancing and things. Yeah. Uh, that, that's been a massive downer. And then... Um, more recently, like properly not being able to see friends and things. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's all a bit muddled. What about you? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously been a strange year, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I've moving to, a, moving to a new city during lockdown has just been strange because mm. I haven't felt like I've like been able to see it in its like all its glory. Um, but at the same time, it's been awesome to be in a new place and in a new city and settle down somewhere. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I've like been struggling with struggling with really injuries, which has been really frustrating in terms of not mm. being able to be as active as I want to be. Um, yeah, it's massive, isn't it? So yeah, that's been like hugely frustrating because obviously I just you know being cooped up as we are already is frustrating. And then add on like a few injuries. It's just like all I want to do is like go for like a long run or something, but I just can't. Um, and uh, well, I, did, I went a full year sober. Um, so celebrated, celebrated with a nice glass of red wine on. Ah, uh, did you now? Yeah. So well, a few a few weeks ago. I can't remember. Ah, how was it? Was it good? It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had like three glasses of wine. And uh, I was hung over the next day. Yeah, that's me all the time. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, like two, uh, two thirds of a bottle last night and I was like, oh, this morning, fucking hell. But um, yeah, so what's that now then? Does that mean, was that just a celebration or do you think you can start to just bring a bit, start to drink a little bit, but within in control? Yeah, I mean, well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think I was out Not of Not that you had a problem before. in the first place. No, yeah. no. I mean, I think that's the thing for me. I don't, it was never like a, oh my God, I need to stop. It was just like, oh, I wonder what. Do you know what I mean? It was just kind of curiosity, really. But yeah, to be honest, nothing's changed. Um, like my kind of stance on it. And, um, you know, I don't put any pressure on myself to, to not drink or to drink. Um, I, yes, I did. There was a stage where I was like, oh, actually, I kind of fancy a glass of red wine. I, that's the only thing that I miss. So like beer, I still drink like non-alcoholic beer. Um, so yeah, I like beer and wine. That was the only, like, I don't really miss kind of spirits in particular or anything. Um, so yeah. So do you think you'll start to have 
So what will you do now? Is that, are you going to continue or are you going to? So, yeah, I think I'm going to continue as I am. Like basically at the minute, there's no, there's, there's like no reason to drink or an opportunity to drink. Um, okay. So I literally just take it day by day. Like if Fair. suddenly well, you were originally, you were originally saying like you, you wouldn't drink at all, weren't you? So now say we all meet up. Would you, we're going for a bit of a day drinking session or something. Would you, con- would you be more inclined to think about having a drink with us or would you, because previously you'd have been like, I'm still not drinking, but now it sounds like you might tip a little bit more. Or, yeah, I mean, like, e- even, even then, like, in my head, I, like, I wasn't that strict with myself. I know I didn't drink, but I literally took it day by day as, like, will I drink? I don't know. And then, like, you know, so I, I kind of, like, I like just having it open-ended, just, like, yeah. Um, because I think if, if, if there was a big event, a stag do, a wedding or some sort of party or whatever, and I thought, you know, like, I want to, I, I want to get pissed, I would drink. I think the, the ironic thing for me is that like, I think I now only drink to get drunk potentially. Okay. So and I know that's maybe like some people think, well, that's not a very healthy way of looking at it, but like, I just, you do, isn't it? I just think like, what's the point? Um, what's the point in drinking if you're not going to get drunk? Which I know right. like, some people would think, well, that's not a healthy way of looking at it. Because, but it's not to say that every time I drink, I would get, be trying to get drunk. Depends on what you like the taste, isn't it? At the end of the day, because you're on about getting the, the effects of the alcohol. But if you like the taste enough of a drink to have one, then that's, that's kind of your reasoning. I think um, like for me more lately, I like on my... Um, yeah on a Friday night now I'll more likely get a bottle of wine never used to do that um, but I won't always drink the whole bottle sometimes I just like having one glass I don't know it feels like a, it tastes nice but it also feels like a, a reward I guess because I won't, I won't have it I won't have it any other time really so um, but I'm not doing it to get pissed and I'm not I don't really want to um, if I, but if I'm going out with the boys, you know, or girls, um, then yeah, it's a bit different. I want to get pissed. Well, no, I, I think like our, I can't stereotype, but I don't think British drinking, drinking our culture over here is as focused on getting drunk. It's enjoying the process of drinking. Do you think? Like, we don't, I just thought yeah, it really. I don't think, I don't, well, so we're going on a night out we're going to have pre-drinks and stuff um i'm not thinking right i need to get smashed before we get into town i'm thinking all oh, my mates are here this is awesome oh yeah that tastes nice let's have that oh let's have a shot that's fun even though shots are always like a bit tequila everyone's like oh i love tequila it's like you don't love it that much because you still pull a bit of a face when you drink it you know, like I, I love chocolate, but when I have chocolate, I don't go, mm, ooh, like there's no hesitation. But, um, but yeah, I think over here, we're just more, I, I think we're more social and then it, that leads to getting drunk. But that's my bubble, isn't it? So, um, and then the outcome is we're drunk and hey, it's the end of the night, we're partying and whatever. It, it just so happens to be. Whereas I've been other places and it's, it's been about drinking. It's been about get this down, right, we've only got an hour before we go here, so we need to get as many drinks as possible, so then we don't have to buy any out, because we want to be drunk. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, obviously, you can just, 
I mean, I guess, yeah, there is the kind of English pub culture where you just have the casual drink. <clears throat> I think that's what, is, yeah. Yeah. that's what, like, I now just see as, like, um, pointless, I think. Okay. Um, All right. Point about you, then. <laughs> no, no. But, like, <laughs> what, what, what I've re- I think what I've realised from going a full year sober is that the benefits of say, I mean, I had a party at my house in Australia for my birthday in February. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I got all the benefits of the day, the party, um, compared to, you know, it, would, it didn't make any difference that I, that I was totally sober compared to drinking. Um, and there's some instances where that wouldn't be the case. Like I say, I think if it was like a, a wedding or a, a stag do or something, I'd happily get, get more involved in the drinking side of things. Um, but I think I just, I just sort of realized that like there was potentially a lot of times when I was just drinking because that was the socially acceptable thing to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, you know, I feel like I'm just like growing up enough to be able to be like, nah, I'm all right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Fair. And it's just because my like values have potentially changed, you know, like mm-hmm. I just value the, the, mental clarity that I might lose out on the next day or the productivity that I want the next day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, you can't argue that at all. That's, um, that's fair. I, uh, I agree with that. The saying. that's why I don't drink often because I don't want to have a bad head the next day and things, but I'm the sort that when I do have a hangover, I just, I'm up anyway. And it's still, it's not a solution. I'm, I'm still up and about, but yeah, there's nothing worse than feeling crap. I don't know how people do it actually like every weekend. You, like go out big on a Friday night, Saturday is a hung, hungover day, which just means it's an often day. And then you've only got Sunday, you're back to work. Like, freaking out. No, this, this is why you need to make the most of your, like, uh, I didn't get a hangover until I was about 23, 24, like bad hangovers. That's, that's some bullshit. I have always had a hangover. Oh, really? <laughs> See, uh, I'm yeah. so lucky. Right, okay. So, like, yeah, I mean, I'm so glad I just sort of, like, made the most of it, you know. Mm. Early 20s, just living in Newcastle, you know, go out three times a week, smash it, do it. Yeah. Yeah. I never really did that. I always, I always, I'd go out like maybe once, maybe twice a week, twice a week, every other week, but usually once a week. Cause I just couldn't do it. My hangovers, I just couldn't, and I'd do everything. Well, I thought I'd do everything like in terms of like drinking loads of water and trying to eat right. But when it came to alcohol, I just, and it's the same now, really, I get the worst. I can't open my eyes. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> so, but um but yeah i think one thing with it though it's made me realize or it's made me reflect on it differently is that if you're not too fussed like you for example you've got your reasons and they're unquestionable but if if your friends thought that you couldn't you weren't like i know that some of my mates if i didn't go if i went on night out and i didn't drink i wouldn't be able to i don't think i would be able to contribute to the the fun times as well. Do you know what I mean? Is, is, that, so, is that because of like the, the pressure that they would put on you or just because you'd feel like left out? Not because of the pressure, just because I don't like, so when I'm not drunk, I'm not as, I'm not as motivated to like dance because I just feel like yeah. a twat. But when I'm, I'm drunk, I'll dance like a twat and I'm, I'm not bothered. I'm, you know, I need that. Uh, I, 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 w- I like to have that confidence yeah. that alcohol gives you a little bit. And then also, um, you just 
well, you're drunk, aren't you? So you just don't, you just be a bit more of a tit. So some of our lad friends will just be a bit more boisterous and stuff. Uh, whereas I wouldn't get involved with that if I was, if I was sober. Yeah. Uh, some, some people would be able to be, I just, I just wouldn't be. It's like when um, we met up for our friend's um, engagement party. And I didn't say his name because I feel like we always mention his name on these podcasts. But when we met up for his engagement party, Adam, and um, I wasn't drinking, I drove because the next day I had something, a course or something. And um, everyone was drunk. But that was the first time of, that I'd been with uh, Simon who, uh, and, and Adam. Um, and I wasn't drunk. They were like being boisterous and like throwing uh, beer mats at each other and just being silly. But I just couldn't get involved. I was like, oh, I was, unco- I was uncomfortable, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up leaving early because uh, I was just like, this is embarrassing because they were being silly. They weren't like upsetting other people, but they were just being so silly that it was like, all right, I just couldn't get involved in it. So I was like, oh, I might as well leave because I'm not part of this. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I guess. Well, that doesn't mean I always have to get involved. Like a lot of the time I'm the designated driver and I'm, I love the lime and sodas and let everyone else drink. So there's just certain, certain times. Yeah, because there's two ways you can look at that. Because you can go, what are, like, what are these idiots doing? Like, mm. you know what I mean? And, you, and obviously, like, yeah, like, if you're sober, you're like, I don't want to, I like, I don't want to do this. I'm going to let no. you. Like, yeah. But, but you, so you could go like, but then you could also think, well, oh, like, I want to be a part of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, I mean, I was driving, so that was my, I didn't have the opportunity to get involved. That's no, of course, of course. But I've had other times when I was like, but then on the flip side, uh, I don't like it when, like when I was traveling, I was, uh, I was on a road trip with my mate in Australia and America. There'd be times during the day that we'd go to a bar like Pit Stop. And if I didn't have a beer, he would get really annoyed. Yeah. Like I wasn't getting involved in the fun. And that's where I used to like be like, no, because I'm not, I am just having a drink to have a, have a drink. I'm not going to go into a bar. You can't get annoyed at me for going into a bar and not having one beer when we're about to get back on the road. Like, if we pulled into like this town and we were there for the night and we wanted to get on it and have a good time, then yeah, I'd understand a little bit more. But uh, he was like fuming that I can't believe you won't have a beer with me. I'm like, what the fuck is the difference? We're both sat at the table. Like I'll have a Coke or something like, but uh, I don't know. Each their own, each their own. But more lately I am, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll have a drink. Why not? Yeah. I think just like you've got, I mean, everyone's just got to do you, you know? And yeah, uh yeah. I think like you just, I mean, well, saying that I would like highly recommend like just taking a break from like anything, anything you've got in life. Um, I mean, social not media. Hmm? social media. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we can go into that. Um, well, yeah, yeah. That's a good example. Mm. Um, because cause then you kind of, you do realize like why, like reasons why you do something. Mm. Um, like I realized I was only kind of ca- like casually drinking because it was the acceptable thing to do or, um, or whatever. So then you can kind of come back to, you know, bring it back in your life as more of like mm. a, like, I, like I've even, I've never been like a, like a, that kind of strict with my nutrition or, or, or necessarily. But I remember, I think it was like second year of uni or something. I took like two or three months where I would, um, I did like a, I say a really strict diet, not like mega strict, but like whatever, I cut down on carbs or, or cut out beer or whatever, lost quite a lot of weight. And I was at the end of it, I was like, that was cool. Like, 
to be honest, I was like, never doing that again. Mm. Um, just cause I'm like, you know, I prefer the food. Um, but at the same time, like I, I absolutely like, it was really enjoyable to do in a weird way. Do you know what I mean? To, to, to give, to like give yourself that like discipline and take something away, whether it be beer or carbs or whatever the hell it is, then you kind of come back to it and you're like, um, I don't know, you might appreciate it more, but like, yeah, I, I think there's so many things that I learned within those few months that I now still constantly do like little good habits. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I think I, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I, because even though I'm, I'm starting to have a few more drinks now, I'm not like, well, it's not changing anything. I've still got my routine health. I'd like to think a healthy routine that I just don't think it's going to affect anything right now. But it'd be interesting to see. So I'm, I'm looking at moving um, down south uh, in Easter uh, down to London. And it'd be interesting to see what happens when I move there because there's a big, it's a much bigger drinking culture. Um, it's like on a Thursday night or our friends that are there they'll they'll go for a drink on a Thursday night that's like and a Friday night and then going out on the weekend as well but I'm not the sort I'm pretty confident but I don't know for sure that I I won't get sucked into that I'd still go and I'd still probably go I probably might find that one night a week I am having a few drinks um but I wouldn't the rest of them I'd still go but I just have lime and soda and stuff I can I don't know we'll see but hey might find I'd become a raging alcoholic you know, I don't know. Uh, anyway, yeah, I still, I still value getting pissed once in a while. I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, definitely. But it's nice to take a break from things. Um, so I guess away from, yeah, away from boozing, you said you take you that you'd taken a bit of a break from social media. Yeah, I logged out of um, Instagram and Facebook. I still use Messenger because it's yeah form communication. We use it at work and things as well. But um, I actually got, I logged out, it's now like three weeks ago. Uh, it might be more actually, it might be a month ago. Um, because I just, well, we all do it. You're just scrolling, at, like looking at stuff that's, it interests me because Instagram is very good at bringing up like, for me, somewhat related to exercise, like it might be um, weight, people lifting weights or uh, lifting weight fails, gym fails and football results and all sorts of stuff. Um, but then I find myself like, I think we've talked about it before. Like I was just about to go into the kitchen to get something. And then I've gone to the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen, but I'm, I'm scrolling. And then it'd be like five minutes later. I'm just like, wait, why the fuck am I even here? And um, oh, I was doing this and I'll go do that. It's just like, it just was not good. Um, there's just little things that I've noticed that I could be doing more, being more productive with my time. Um, so I logged out. Um, and I have logged back in one or two times, um, mainly just for like, I, I know I've got a message from a certain person and I want to reply, yada, yada, but not really. And then I watched only this week, I watched the uh, Social Dilemma that everyone's talking about. I was literally just about to ask you whether you watched it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I've watched that. So a little bit American, uh, I would say Americanized yeah. um, in terms of the, it's quite extravagant in some respects. But um but the overall message is like, yeah, it's not good. And it's... Um, You've just got a notification. Have you got an Apple Watch on? I've, no, mate, I've got a Garmin. Uh, that was Messenger. That's Messenger going off. Um, <laughs> from my mum. Um, but can you so, know what notifications you get through on your Garmin? Presumably? Yeah, I only get... Um, I don't get Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. 
actual thing. I get just like messages. Um, it's actually really good. When I first had it, I used to be like, fuck, I don't want, I don't want my phone going off and my watch going off. Like, yeah, uh, I don't need that. But it's actually really good because you can just see oh, I've got a message and you don't have to reply. It just lets you know. I don't know. I just find it useful rather than having to get my phone out of my pocket. Because a lot of times you get your phone out of your pocket, you check the message, but then all of a sudden you're on social media. Um, so like, do you know what I mean? I get a text message, but oh, okay, yada, yada. Oh, I'll check Instagram whilst I'm here. And it's like, no, fuck that. So that's what I think having a watch is good for. Um, but I haven't got notifications going on on any other things. So, but yeah, the social dilemma is definitely uh, opened your eyes to what I think a lot of people know. But uh, when you just sit back and reflect on it, you're just like, well, what am I trying to get out of this? Um, what I'm trying to get out of social media, I think, at least at the top of my head, is like, I want to see what my mates are doing. Um, and I want to socialize with them. I want, I, I, I like, you know, if there's some friends that I haven't got, I haven't got time to speak to everyone, but I do think it means something if they see that I've liked their picture because I've seen it and I like what they're doing. Yeah. Um, at least that's what I think. But as of late, it's become so much more than that. It's, it's, um, it's just occupying too much of my time basically. And it's not, it's not good. It's not making me feel better. Um, whereas that time could be spent doing things that do make me feel better. Um, getting outside, exercising. Um, I was looking at, I've got a guitar and a ukulele in here. And I was thinking, I'm not going to start like becoming a pro in the ukulele, but I was thinking like, well, how much time did I spend on Instagram? How, what about if that time, half of that time was spent learning an instrument? Yeah. Exactly. Like between now and summer. And I'm still, I'm pretty shit, but I'm doing it and I enjoy it. It's fun. Um, so, and I think it's much, so much it's mindfulness. It's way better. Um, so I've stayed off it and I don't think I'm going to stay off it for good. I kind of like now how logging in and out. Um, so I've kind of, you taught me this ages ago or you advise when you first get up, don't look at your phone for half first half an hour. Mm. Um, and that's really good. I would encourage other people to try it. It's hard because it's, it's habit. How many of us just without even, you don't even get a notification. You'll just get your phone out, put it back, get your phone out, put it back. But in the first 30 minutes, if you just, when you wake up, leave it, you'll find that you might get more notifications that you can then go through all at once rather than one at a time back in your pocket, another one back. Um, and also you just get more stuff done. Like, I would find that in the morning, I might look at my phone for only five minutes on and off. Um, but that's five minutes is the difference between me, like having a better breakfast and enjoying it more, getting in my car at just the right time to get to work at a comfortable time and things. It's massive when you actually break it down. Um, I think being logged out of them is, is good as well. So uh, I'm trying to do a little window where I'll um, log in. Well, I'm going to start it. I haven't started it yet. Maybe I'll log in in the morning um, once I've got to work, checked all my emails. Maybe I'll just have a check then uh, and then log back out. Then that way, every time I go press on the Instagram app, um, it automatically brings up the login page rather than I'm automatically in. Um, and that kind of reminds, as of late, that has reminded me, I've automatically just take my phone out of my pocket, press the Instagram page and it's like, I need to log in. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm doing this. I'm not going on at the moment. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, that added um, friction always helps. Yeah, yeah, but I don't want to be someone 
who is just like, oh, I don't, I don't want it at all. Because although I think that'd be good if everyone did that, um, I know that I'm going to miss out on things with my closest friends if I don't. And it might be just liking that picture that means a lot to them or whatever. Or it might be seeing the um, birthdays and family mm-hmm. events and things. It brings up conversation. I'll say like, oh, Tom, I saw that you put up one of your new animations. and Oh, mate, it's sick. And then it's like, yeah, how are you doing? Whatever, whatever. Um, if I don't see all those things, then I'm actually... I, it's, sad, it's very sad to say, but we isolate ourselves from opportunities to socialise because that's the new way of socialising. So you kind of got to go with the current a little bit, um, as, as unfortunate as that is. But social media is very good at the same time. It's, it's recognising what it's good for. Rather. And I think as of late, that's what it's made me realise. It allows me to socialise. But the bad thing is it takes me my time away from, um, or it can take my time away from, better opportunities you know yeah yeah i like that that it's instead of just kind of like deleting the whole thing it's like you you log on when you want to log on yeah i guess that that's the important thing isn't it like you're you're going on when you want to go on rather yeah. and than- i've not perfected it yet i'm not by any means no. um but it's now for me to work on that discipline to make it work for for those reasons that i've said so that's what i need to now going forward try and figure out and it's probably going to be quite hard. But have you have you used the um, I can't remember what it's called, but like the the like it's kind of like sleep and wake, so you can control what apps um, you can use at certain times of day. No, I've heard about this. Who told me about that? What is it called sleep and wake? No, it's not. It's not. That's something different. I can't remember what it's called. Um, okay, um, it's a good. It's a great idea. But yeah. So like I've I've got. Um, so I use my phone in the morning for, you know, like the meditation time or workout timer. Mm-hmm. Um, I know obviously I could, you know, if I wanted to, I could use different things for that. I don't need to use my phone, but it allows me to use those apps without using anything else, basically. So I only set the, you know, those apps that are available until 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay. And again, it's like, uh, I don't know, is it ten, nine or ten o'clock at night or whatever. It does it again, so you, I can only use. The problem with that is it's like if you set a timer, so you you can also set like you know an hour maximum on Instagram a day or whatever, and so after that it'll say like, oh, you've really reached your limit. But then you can just click off it. <laughs> like that, that's right, the, okay. that's the annoying thing with it. Like it's not enough. Like logging in and out is more friction than just having to press one button. Right, okay. You might go, oh, like I've used it too much today. But then suddenly you get into a habit of just clicking, just clicking off it, and then, mm. and then suddenly you're just like you're down that down that rabbit hole. Yeah, right. But it's such a struggle, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a good idea for sure. You can get um, you can get apps that literally do like a hard lock on things, um, right? Which is the more extreme way of doing it. Um, but one thing one thing I've found is that like when I'm if I'm um, like just generally like stressed or whatever, or like having a shit day or whatever, like that's when my like time on Instagram or time on my phone just, just skyrockets. Yeah. I think that'd be the same for a lot of people as well, won't it? Yeah. And like when I noticed that, I was like, fuck's sake. Like that's just mm-hmm. like, that's when you know that it's, that it's almost it controlling you because you like, well, you know, yeah, you get make that. a list. That's what I've done. Um, so it's on a, 
post-it note. I think it's downstairs. Um, yeah, it's downstairs. I uh, just did a, write a post-it note of realistic other things that you could be doing um, that are, are more beneficial. So uh, I think I've got like uh, practice ukulele slash guitar, which like I say, I'm shit at, but whatever. Um, do a workout, call, call Nana. <laughs> just like, you know what I mean? Call, I've got Nana, auntie. Like family members that I never speak to, but it's like five minute call means the world to them. And then all of a sudden, like, so every time you find yourself like, oh, what am I doing? Just look at that list and be like, oh, I'll just do this instead. You might still go on Instagram, but, or whatever social media app you might want to use, but it's just a bit more of an incentive not to use it, I think. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. Write down some jobs that you know you need to do around the house. You might look at the list and be like, fuck, I don't want to do that job right now. And you might keep putting it off, but at least it's there. Yeah. You know? Yeah um because it's very easy to think that there's nothing else to do especially in lockdown especially when the weather's getting bad when you actually write everything down there's there's so much to do it's like it's people i think a lot of the problem is um and i don't blame them but the bad weather the good weather goes and then they automatically just think the gate closes on other things but when one gate closes another totally new one opens there's things that you can do in the winter that that you can't do in the summer um and once you get that, well, a lot of the same things, but in a, different like, in a different way. And it's a totally different experience. I really love running. You know that. And I love trail running. Um, but when it's dark and it gets dark at like half four or starts to, you get home, um, go for running in the woods with a head torch. Mate, it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> I hate the dark. <laughs> but God, it's like, it's a challenge. It's good. It's, it's you're seeing your normal trails in a totally different way and it's a totally different experience um and it's challenging it's really good as of late like you know i've been this morning to windermere um with chris kerr who hopefully is going to come on the podcast very interesting chat and very intelligent man um we've been for a swim this morning where we went at miller ground in windermere um freezing cold um but wetsuit on still doing it there's people there paddle boarding there's people I get, we get down there at 8am and mate there's so many people doing it. it it's brilliant and it's totally different to when we did it in the summer um that you we meet different people down there we always make sure we say hello and because you're all in this weird niche of doing something that everyone thinks is crazy yeah you, people are more likely to people socialize more when you yeah. go down to the lake in the summer everyone's down there and i don't know people i from my experience so far i don't really say hello to each other in the morning, we're all like, fucking hell, what are we doing? So you see someone and they look at you and you look at them like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then you just talk. I've met loads of people down there. It's really nice. So um, that's just two examples. Um, but I'm sure there's lots. That's just my bubble. I'm sure people are finding all sorts of things to do. Um, but it's so, I find it so upsetting when I hear people say, oh, what did you do last night? It's like, oh, I just watched a film. Like, nothing to do, is there? And I'll, I'll, I won't like try and be that annoying person who's just Mr. Motivation. So I'll be like, oh yeah, it's pretty rough right now, isn't it? But in my, inside, I'm just like, what the fuck are you on about? There's loads to do. Yeah. Um, so that's saying I would say to do, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always been given. And I know yeah. I say it all the time, but it's true. And the winter is an opportunity to do lots of different things. So. Yeah, I love that. I remember when I was a kid um, playing rugby in the rain. That was my favorite thing ever. And it seemed oh, yeah. like going out on a run, obviously, if I could. Um, yeah, like running in the rain. Epic. Yeah. So much more fun. Well, it's like, 
Um, Adam will probably never listen to this podcast, but if he does, um, only last week we had dinner together, me, Simon, his girlfriend, and then um, we went for a walk. It was like, um, it must have been about half seven, eight o'clock, and we went for a walk in the pitch black, a little bit of rain, and we walked up like through the woods, came back round back to the house, it must have only been like a mile and a half. And I remember saying, I was like, oh, what's going on? What you been up to? He was like, oh, we just been for a walk after dinner. And he was like, what? Why? And I was just like, I was like, well, I don't know. Why not? He's like, we walked in the woods. I was like, yeah. He's like, what? And like, the dark. I was like, yeah, we had torches. And it was cold in it. Like, yeah, we had jackets. And it was great. We actually walked past this field and there was this cute little donkey and we took pictures of the donkey in the dark. Uh, sounds really, a lot of people were thinking like, oh, it's like, well, what was our other option? We came back and sat on the sofa eventually and watched the film. Well, we could have, we were going to do that anyway. Yeah. We just had yeah. this, this short spell where, and it, you feel it, you get back and you're like, oh, kind of done something. That's, even if it's short, it feels good, you know? So I think that's what lockdown's been um, so useful for is teaching a bit of, it's your, it, it's your opportunity to go seize the moment and make something happen, you know? Um, Literally, yeah. Motivating. I literally went on, went on a walk uh, last night, yeah, at, at like eight, nine o'clock or something. I mean, for, yeah, firstly, I was just like, really realized, I was just like, had a, a kind of like shit day at work, really realized that I was just being on my phone for the sake of being on my phone. Right. So I was just like, I'm going to leave my phone at home, go for a walk and just like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's just 100% what I need to do right now. And, and, and it, I was right, you know what I mean? You, know, you just go for a walk, you feel great. Um, and on that walk, I literally had that thought that I was like, a few years ago, I would have thought that it would be weird to just go for a walk at night. Mm -hmm. Like, which now I'm like, that's weird that I think that's weird. Yeah, absolutely. I would be, for example, say if I was back living in Newcastle where like, you know, I might bump, there's a chance of bumping into more people or whatever. Like, I would be conscious of, of like, you know, people would be like, what are you doing? I was like, just on a walk. Like, that's absolutely, that's just, that's regardless of like COVID or anything, like it's totally normal to be on a bloody walk. Yeah, absolutely. And it's good for you. There's a reason why people, why you do it. It's like what people say to me, like, why do you go cold water swimming? Like rather than think, ask that question, think like what must be good. That's make uh, what must be good about it. That's making Jack go cold water swimming. I'm not this like nutter that everyone thinks I'm being like, Oh, you're crazy going swimming. It's like, no, I'm not. There's loads of people down there doing it. Load, you'd be amazed. And the normal people, it's just, there's a benefit to doing it. It's hard to explain, but it, you've done it with me. It, be, it gives you a good feeling. The science of it all, it releases a beta endorphin, um, which literally is responsible for uh, blocking off, tries to help you block off pain uh, when you're in fight or flight mode, but also is what gives you a, a feeling of euphoria. Um, it's... Uh, it's there's it's there's so much evidence behind it it's why uh cold water swimming has been linked to helping depression and even helping things like uh, alzheimer's and stuff it's allows for release of like dopamine and uh, serotonins and loads of different things all of these things that i'm saying for people who don't know the chemicals that make you feel good in some way or another um they're what regulates mood and causes chemical cascades which is one thing leading to another to another and the output is feeling good so for people who don't expose themselves to these things, and this is what this is also going on a walk does, it just does it in a, a different way. Um, 
you can't you can't have this opinion of like well it's hard to explain it it feels good so go and do it and you will feel good and you'll get why we do it whether it's a walk whether it's going and yeah walking through the woods at night whether it's going for a swim like people don't just do it that's where a lot of discipline come people think it's discipline um but it's it's not it's reward it's like i know i'm going on a bit of going on one now but like the reason why i like go to the gym and i manage to do it daily it's not necessarily an obsession which is a word that the lazy use to describe the dedicated but it's um it's not it's i like feeling good so i do something that makes me feel good if you want to feel good as well i advise you go do this and you will find in one junction or another it will make you feel good as well um but it's hard how it's really hard to get people to do it everyone that i've taken swimming um i've taken a lot of friends swimming they've all got it they've all understand it once they've done it but unless you do it you won't understand it you've got to feel it you've got to get that release of chemicals and to be able to recognize where we're coming from where you're coming from you know it's the same with you saying that meditation's really you you find a lot you get a lot from meditation now i don't do it currently um but i don't have the opinion of a lot of people like jamie meditates what's that about because i know a lot of people will think that Mm. i think he gets something good from it but there's a good chance i'd get good from it if i did it as well so eventually i think that motivates me to try it i'm just not trying it right now so yeah it is interesting i mean like uh, like the i think the thing about say like meditation i always kind of like i guess it's anything like i I always come back to like religion um and that you know everyone hates the 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 crazy guy on the corner who's like shouting about jesus or whatever like um and because because people think that i don't know yeah i think there's a fine line between like being a being a preaching about something and just just having something and just having it for yourself um, but I, I do think that's different to when you know, like when you talk, when you when you're talking about exercise, um, it just made me think of that. That like you know, you you're doing something, and you're like, this makes me feel so good. Why mm. isn't every other fucker out there doing it? And yeah. It's so difficult to kind of get your head. But and that's kind of how I feel about meditation. It's just like, why isn't why isn't the whole world doing it? But then, you know, obviously I kind of have to tell myself just like, doesn't really doesn't matter. Like as, you know, as long as you're doing it, like. It's good to help other people, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, and you can try to help other people by, I think a, a big way of helping other people is just being, without being, um, without irritating people. Because everyone has their own way of being happy. And the last thing people need is Jack and Jamie constantly being like, this is how to be healthy. This is how, we're so healthy. Because we've got problems that we're, oh, I, I know I have that I need to work on whatever. But, um, the the opportunity is there just freaking freaking do it <laughs> I, I do um cold showers every morning actually oh do you okay like all this year just started that in lockdown we've actually got a, an exciting i don't think it should be called a business idea because it's more for our i don't want to share it just yet but i'll share it with you off podcast and yeah. um, just related to cold water swimming i'm really excited about it so hopefully we can make it happen um, i shouldn't have dropped that bombshell we'll talk about it later but um, it's the same with like, um, it's the same with food, my relationship with food. Like I, last night was my cheat night and I had two massive pizzas and a bottle of red wine 
and it was amazing. Like the first thing Adam said to me was like, you're having two pizzas and a bottle of wine. That's not good for your heart, is it? I was just like, hold on. What you do every day isn't good for your heart. What are you on about? <laughs> All right, yeah, fair point. Um, but that's what I, I enjoy doing. It's my little release. But my, it's not always a good relationship. or It wasn't in the past, but I, I think it is for me at least now. And it's going to change going into the future. But the way I look at, I look at food as, as fuel, and, I, and I've learned this from following athletes on social media and documentaries and all sorts of things. Um, but I, I look at a plate of food of, right, what's this giving me? It's giving me energy to do the things I want to do. But at the end of the day, it's, it's a happy face. It's a good, it's a happy jack, like, because I've got all the nutrients there that are good for me. And it's going to fill me up. Now, when I see a plate of food that isn't good for me, um, I, I don't look at it as fuel. I look at it as a treat. When I had pizza last night, that wasn't fuel. That wasn't fueling me to get up and go to the lakes this morning and do what I love. That was my treat. But for people who do that every day, they're looking at food. I, I, I would imagine they're not looking at food as fuel, what allows me to function and do what I need to do. They're looking at it as there's something that tastes good and means I'm not hungry anymore. And that's a big, that's a, that's a massive problem, I think. We're, we're so, we've got, it's such luxury that we can have all these different things that taste nice. Um, it's amazing, really. I feel sorry for like the poor sheep. All they get to eat is grass. We've got freaking like sixty vegetable choices in Tesco. That's just veg. Um, so we've got it so good that we can every meal uh, can taste so good. But and it can be healthy. Um, but I think a lot of the times it isn't. And the more people can look at food as fuel, the more they can fuel a positive and better system. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. At least that's what works for me. It's not going to work for everyone. So, yeah. um, I think the, the mindset there is important. Hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, well, I guess one, th because I, you, you sort of like, it annoys me that, for example, when, you know, people say like, people might say like breakfast is the most important meal of the day or like, like the thought of my mum, um, like if I told, so like at the minute, I pretty much like fast in the mornings. Um, which like, it's one of those things that like, if my, if my mum knew that I was doing that, she would be outraged. She would just be like, that is, you know, that's wrong. That's like, you shouldn't be doing that. But I think it's just like, you just got to try what's best for you. Um, yeah. And, and like, that, yeah, sorry, keep going, keep going. <laughs> no, no, you go. But I was about to say what's best for you. And, and I think it's important for me to recognize that, that this is what's best for me right now. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean that it's going to be what's best for me in a year's time. You know, you've got to, it swings and roundabouts. You've got to allow those things that those treats and those, I don't want to be the person who just eats chicken, broccoli and rice. And when all my mates go out for a meal, I'm like, Oh no. Mm -hmm. um, no, you've got to like make it all work and you can, it's a total, ex it's a continuing or continuous exploration of what works and what doesn't. So uh, it will change for sure. Like your example, you once you drank, you, now you didn't drink. Now you think about bringing it back in. It's all part of it. It's all. It's. A, I think it's a really good mindset to have, or a, a good outlook to have. You know, things can change, and when they do change, you'll get a different response. You have to go figure out whether that response is better for you or or not better for you. Yeah. Ying and yang. Yeah. I massively believe in the fact that like everything is all about like balance and mm. like 
when I say, whenever, anyway, whenever I've said that to people, they like roll their eyes and they're like, well, that sounds fucking boring. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It does because it's just like, it sounds just like you're very, di- it sounds like you, oh, that's just like people are really disciplined, which makes no sense because no, it's balanced. It's like you will allow, so like, um, you know, people think it's like good or people label things as like good or bad, don't they? Like, yeah. Especially on like social media, isn't it? It's, it's like that as well. Yeah, like this, this person is good, this person is bad. I agree with this person, I don't agree with this person. When there's so much like of a gray area, like yeah. a, a pizza is bad, a good pizza point. is good. Like obviously there's some things that are just might generally just be bad. And I imagine like heroin. Well, actually, <laughs> I was about to say crack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then like it, like her, like you know if it's used like medicinally or what like might be you know, like a knife, you butter your toast, or you could kill someone. But like these, these are all Jesus. It's all just like it's all just like getting the dial at the, the, the right time, at the right pl- in the right place. Yeah, well, I always think like that with regards. I've said to a few people, like, a can of coke is a can of coke unhealthy, and everyone's like always like, yeah. I'm like, well, what's unhealthy about it? Well, it's really high sugar, isn't it? And there's other things in there that aren't good for you. I'm like, okay, well, then you have to put it in the context of when you have it. For example, and some people will roll their eyes at what I'm saying now, like. Right, so let's say you've been on a really long walk or a really long run. Um, you want to hydrate, but also low in sugars. So you have a can of Coke. Is it good or is it bad? If you're someone who's... I've, I follow some athletes uh, on Instagram, uh, CrossFit athletes. I've seen them in videos. They're at McDonald's and they're having a McDonald's or having a Coke. They're some of the healthiest people in the world. Is that meal good for them or bad for them? Well, I would say that it's probably good for them it's still giving them nutrients and the things that are bad in there um, are probably giving them a little hit of dopamine or serotonin that makes them feel good. And tomorrow they'll continue and they'll be fine. So, but it, a can of Coke is bad for you when you have it to replace water and you have it regularly and you have it with a meal that's also really unhealthy. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this uh, things that are, unhealthy you don't have to be chocolate cake if you really want it and you've waited you've you've had a busy week and you've eat really healthy you want to have a chocolate cake at, maybe not a full cake but do you know what I mean it, everything is balanced that's what I'm trying to get the point across and um the beautiful thing is when you when you work more towards trying to be healthy because it makes you feel good and you know it is good you you get to you still get to enjoy those things that are unhealthy and you enjoy them so much more. Like you have not having wine for a long time. I know it's a bit different, but you really enjoyed that red wine. That red wine would not have tasted anywhere near as good if you hadn't had a bit of time away from it. Yeah. Um, and that's what, that's what I get out of like having pizza. It's once a week. So it's still, to me, that's quite consistent. Um, but it tastes so much better than if I was to have it every, every day, you know, it's a reward. It's a reward. It's, it's, and yeah so and i think just ha- like having that consistency as well is because you, you're you, what, you, what you're doing there is you're like scheduling in lack of discipline mm. you know what i mean you know what i mean like it depends on how you look at it like so some people would just be like well i want to be able to eat what i want when i want like you know i don't want to like be strict on certain days or, or what but like if you it's like, it's like if you just have, have your day, like say if you're self-employed, you work from home or whatever. If you don't plan what you're going to do in that day, 
and you're just like, oh, like, you know, I just want to be creative and like let the day flow. Like most likely it'll just be fucking all over the place. Mm-hmm. And you, but you could, you could, if you schedule in, like, I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to be creative or I'm going to set myself an hour to have fun or like what I'm getting at is that I just think like just actually planning and scheduling most things in your life, you can go too far with it. Like say balance is everything. It's like balance, but um, you know, you scheduling in like, okay, I'm going to be less disciplined on that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just really valuable. Yeah, absolutely. And um, well, as of late, like I've learned to do it on different days as well. Like I'll, I'll make sure that, well, Saturday night, that's when I want to have my pizzas, but I came home on Wednesday. This is an example. It didn't happen. Uh, Simon's made pizzas on a Wednesday. I'm like, oh, well, fuck it, I'm going to have them and then I'll just tie it in or yes. I might have two, two nights of pizzas in a week. It's fine. But um, everything, yeah, you can balance everything. You can, I strongly believe within reason. You can have a diet. You could eat a chocolate cake a week and probably a six pack of Coke and a lot of other things that aren't good for you. And that's making your diet go down a year. But you'd have to make up for that in other areas. You need really good, your sleep would need to be even better, prioritizing your sleep. Your exercise would need to be even better. Now, it doesn't mean that your whole system's good. It's still not great that you're taking all those things in, but you can get a balance. That's why you, if you see bodybuilders that are massive, different idea of fitness to maybe what i my approach is but when you look at what they eat or what Dwayne johnson eats he like really seven thousand eight thousand calories a day and they're in amazing shape steroids or no steroids i don't know steroids is only one part of it but you can you can balance everything out within reason you can have you can eat all the food in the world if you want but the reality is and biology is human biology if you eat loads of stuff it's going to do stuff to your body. You need to balance that out by burning more calories, utilizing the nutrients into muscle production, whatever other things, you know. Um, marathon runners, they've got nothing on them, but they'll eat freaking loads, like ultra marathon runners. You know, you can do... But I think in this like day and age, it's, food is so accessible and can be so enjoyable that we don't view it as fuel. We view it as that, and it's an enjoyment. It's, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it can be detrimental. And, um, yeah, where was I going with that? Well, yeah, <laughs> it's a massive problem. This is why we have people that they're not going, they're not eating food that's good for fuel that allows them to work their day. Even if you're working, I say to people that I've got friends who like work office jobs and they might be struggling with energy or other things. Now there's exercise and things you can do to help with that, but there's, there's ways of diet fuel that's going to help you the best you can as well. But if you expose yourself to habits and a lifestyle that we're not designed to do, our biology is not um, um, evolved to be like that way. If you don't exercise and do be human to move to our ancestors used to chase stuff, used to forage for food. We used to hunt animals whether you're veggie or vegan, like, which is great if you are, regardless, we used to run after shit and kill it. And we used to have to run from stuff as well. That's, it's, it's proven. If you don't believe in science, then all right, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) But the whole point I'm trying to say to this is that human reward systems are embedded deep within our DNA. 
going and exercising, getting that release of good chemicals to make you feel better, but also allow you to get through the day the best way you can. That's all part of being able to freaking make sure you can escape the saber-toothed tigers, but also get your sleep, but also find your food. It's, it's a lot of different things. And when people don't, don't go out and do that, um, you've got no chance because you're not being human. You're being, the, you're being what is a human today, but our, our, our human biology hasn't evolved to being. We've been this, this state since freaking Homo sapiens, all that kind of crap, um, for thousands of years, more. Um, but it's only in these last few years that we've decided to, we, we can drive, we can sit and watch TV, we can sit at the office and we can eat food that's really high in sugar and made out of artificial stuff that wasn't around not even 50 years ago, let go, a few hundred years ago, um, a few thousand years ago. And then, so not doing all those things, we get the response of depression, um, anxiety, low self-esteem, you know, everything. Um, now, granted, there's a lot of pressures in today's society that affect us in different ways. You know, people are, are born into really unfortunate environments and families and things. There's a lot of other things, and I think it'd be insensitive to recognize that having good diet and exercise doesn't solve everything but what i'm saying is for a lot of people it does and it's i've had days when i've been injured and i can't do the exercise i want to do and then within that i've like been a bit low that i've eaten crap as well freaking i'm i feel a form of i wouldn't say i'm depressed that's that wouldn't be right but i feel a form of low feeling low so if i was to do that day in day out for weeks, months, years, I'm not surprised people, I think people that are going through living that kind of routine and have done for years, they're a lot stronger than I freaking would be. Well, well, this is it. I think, you know, you brought up a good point about just sort of <clears throat> thinking back to like, what, what do we need as humans? Just like, when you just break it all down and you just like, I mean, I find like kind of this sort of evolutionary psychology fascinating, but Really, like when you break things down, it's just like, you know, like if you if you're just having like a shit day, or you wake up one day and you just like, like, or, you know, you know, you 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 just think oh, I'm in a bad mood or whatever it might be. You just like whenever you break it down, generally it's just like okay, like, you know, in the past day or two, have I got enough sleep? Have I been socialising enough? Have I been hydrating? Uh, you know, what's my nutrition been like? Like, or, you know, and, and what kind of, you know, stresses have I been like, uh, in, um, exposed to like, I'm probably said quite a few things there, but really they're pretty simple stuff. Like when you break it down, like that's just what you've got to concentrate on. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. That's easy said and done. And you've got loads of shit going on in your life, which you're going to, um, bring you away from those core, core things in your life. But I think we just com we just complicate things sometimes, and you just got to think like, Absolutely. yeah, like you know, like if you're, yeah, if you're just really having a shit day, like you, you know, your your mental health feels low, or you, um, you realise you're stressed, and you just like, you kind of just like, oh, I've got a lot, a lot. Why, why am I like this? And you might have just had a really shit night's sleep. Mm. Yeah, that's massive, mm. mate. And when I'm, I mean, working in the hospitals in 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 medicine like the medical model and everything, it's all about, um, well, a lot of the problems that we see in the hospital, you'll have this uh, 70 year old lovely lady, um, but she's struggling. She might've had falls at home or whatever, and she's coming. But in past medical history, I'll say like depression, 
anxiety, yada, yada, yada. And then you'll look into like the basics, right? So what's her baseline mobility like? Doesn't leave the house. Could leave the house, but doesn't. Like is mobile and able to mobilize independently, but just doesn't go out for reasons of, they've built up over years for whatever experience. And but we'll I have to put them to the side for just a second. It's just the, the, the physiology and everything like that. So she can't move, but she just doesn't. How much water are you drink in a day? Mate, the amount of people that just don't drink any water. They drink tea, they drink coffee, but you're drinking a drink that's dehydrating. Well, there's, it's better for, especially elderly, it's better than to drink tea than not drink tea. They are getting some hydration from it, especially from milk. Milk's really good for a lot of different reasons. Um, but altogether, yeah, they're not, they're not really drinking. They're not really eating. So already it's like, right, well, what outcome are we going to get? And I'd say this to anyone who's not feeling well um, or is down a little bit. Um, I'm not a psychologist. I can't help answer all the questions. But just start with what you're saying there. Like, right, are you hydrated? Let's get you hydrated. And hydration isn't drinking enough water today. It's consistently drinking enough water um, weeks, months, for a long time. Um, yeah, have you got enough sleep? And if you haven't drunk enough water, if you haven't got enough sleep, if you haven't exercised, then you've really got to ask yourself, right, what realistic outcome do I want to get? Because whatever outcome you're thinking of, it's not, it's not, it's not realistic. It's not measurable. It's not achievable. Um, it's not time specific because it's not going to happen really. So you've got, yeah, you've got to start with the basics. And I know we're going into, we're going on about a lot of health here. But it's the platform for being happy on yeah. how you can't argue that. So, um, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't so, agree more that, yeah, it is. It's the platform for being happy. I like that. Yeah, it really is. But in saying that, um, I'm giving that perspective from not having to, I'm not dealing with a, a horrendous breakup right now. I'm not dealing with the grievance of maybe a family's passed away especially COVID and everything. So I, I totally respect that you could have a lot of other things going on that encourage those poorer behaviors. Um, and that's where I encourage people to try their best. I don't always know how, but try your best to surround yourself with people who want the same outcome. You know, um, when I went swimming this morning in the cold water, I don't always want to go, but I've got a friend who, a couple of friends who they'll go. But they might they might be thinking, oh, they don't really want to go as well. But we're in a collective; it's it's happening because yeah. we're all gonna we're all gonna share that focus. You've got to try and do that with with everything. Um, you're only as good. I know I keep saying loads of quotes, but it's you're only as good as the people that you surround yourself with. And if you surround yourself with people who don't look after themselves and don't do some of the things that I've highlighted there, and you have, then you're putting yourself at a massive uh, increased chance of not achieving that baseline form of happiness um and it's hard um i when i did my master's degree for physio i remember i was really struggling at one point and um i don't know how the conversation went fully but i remember my tutor said to me one thing you need to do because i was stressed with certain people on the course and, and other things um said that don't expose yourself to people that don't give you anything back like you need to at times of stress i was like really struggling um, she was like, you need to surround yourself with the right people. And, and she was totally right. And it, it helped. I don't say it solved the problem like that. What I needed to do was keep exercising, keep hydrating and everything else. But, um, but yeah, if you, you're not going to get, you are not going to 
give yourself anything if you just surround yourself with things that aren't good for you diet not being immobile um yeah everything that we've just said it's it's hard because it's like i think hopefully what comes across is not our, i don't want to come across as arrogant like i have all the answers what i hope comes across is passion to, for other people to find this as well um because i've gone and done what i found is good it makes me feel good um and for all those people that here think oh people who go ice water swimming or people go running at night or go walking in the woods <laughs> it sounds weird but rather than think why why uh, or that's weird think like what why is they, good why, why are they doing it what benefits they why are they doing it yeah what yeah yeah don't know, I try and make that more motivational but yeah have have that outlook have reflect on it that way rather than just like oh i think right, okay well is that something that could help me i could be, i could gain from i could benefit from so so gone off on that way one thing i like is um, to think of what you used to do um, when you were like like 10, 12, 13 years old mm. because that's like just before you start being an adult and you, mm. you like you start like I don't know, going out partying or whatever like I mean depending on what country you live in that might start like, uh, like at a certain age but like you know like adulthood starts like coming upon you you have yeah. all these, like opinions and like whereas like you get to up to a certain age you kind of really don't really you just do what you want and you just kind of like don't really care mm. so i was like i like that like analogy of just like thinking back to um i used to just go swimming as a kid and then just stopped at about 10 years old and i'm just like why did i stop like i think a load of people do that they go back to what they did like when they're a kid yeah absolutely well a lot of the lessons that we get taught as a kid we get taught them but we don't know why but we just get told it's good for us you get told to eat your veg when you're a kid and i don't know about you but i didn't i don't want to eat my veg my dad no. used to make i was not allowed to leave the table till i ate my veg i used to cry my eyes out oh my veg but uh, i had to have them and why did i have to have my veg uh, well because my veg was good for me but what's interesting is when you get older you actually see um the same people um my parents actually, I'm very fortunate, give a good example, they eat really well, but adults in general, they, they know it's good for them, but they don't do it. And that's, that's a, I don't, it's hard to figure that out fully. Um, I think sliding sleep is the biggest one. Sleep's massive, yeah. But people, people just don't value it, which is bonkers. Like, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think sleep is literally, I mean, I, I, well, I was going to say, I think, like, really it's a scientific thing that just like sleep you know you think about the what's it like hierarchy of needs or whatever like mm -hmm. but you know like sleep is like on the base like it's just like where you start like if you don't have sleep you don't have anything yeah massive your phone doesn't work if you don't charge the battery does it all those apps and amazing things that we speak about that can do all sorts yeah instagram it doesn't work if you don't have the 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 baseline of of the source of energy like um it's yeah it's everything and it's not just, it's not just, um, and sleep's something that I'm always working on. Um, but I do, I do like, to th I do think I prioritize it more than others. Um, but it's how you sleep as well. How, how you set up, set yourself up for success, don't set yourself up for failure. So going to sleep and, but looking at your phone right until your phone, 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 all right, time to go to sleep. Well, there's loads of research so that looking at your phone, which gives off blue light, isn't good for you. 
you should try and like, what is it, like 30 minutes to 45 minutes. You might find that just 10 minutes, just 10 minutes of putting your phone down, go brush your teeth, I don't know, read a book or just whatever, just do something and then go to sleep. Like that might help you. You've got to explore and figure out. But yeah, sleep's massive, isn't it? This, this year, I've had the rule of not having my phone in my bedroom. I don't, can't remember if I've spoken about this on the podcast. Yeah, or not. you told me that one. My God, like that. Could, definitely not that good. Huh? I'm definitely not that good. It's like, it's probably, yeah, it's potentially not easy at first. But now, like, it's to the point where, like, I will, if I need to use my phone, mm. I'll, I'll stand in the hallway and use my phone. Like, just naturally. Obviously, like, if I, like, live with someone else or didn't, they didn't know what I was doing, they'd think it would be weird. It's mm. like the phone is on a cord um, or something. It's because I, like, I, in my head, the phone can't go. It's not that it, I have a choice. It can't go through this door. So I have yeah. to, like, even yeah. if it's something really important. So, like, if ever I will need to go on my phone and I'm in bed, I have to get out, get up and go and go into the hallway. Yeah. I, but, uh, I, uh, actually, that's probably, that's probably a good way of, like, getting your mind around it at first. Um, but, like, it's, it's so simple. Like, it's not, it's not easy to begin with, but, like, that's just such an easy thing to just completely... And like I say, like that could improve your sleep. Therefore, that could hugely improve your, your fucking. Your yeah, life. I always put my phone on. Um, I put it on Do Not Disturb, and then I always leave it at the other side of my room, because then that way, when the alarm goes off in the morning, I have to get out of bed to turn it off. Yeah. And then once I'm up, I'm up, so I'm not going to get back into bed. Um, saying that, as of late though, my sleep's been not great. I um, I wake up at like five a.m. And then I just can't, I woke up this morning at 5am and I just couldn't get back to sleep. So I just get up and it's, and it's frustrating because I know I, I feel like I need more sleep. I just can't, can't I can't snooze. I can't like, no, I'm awake, I'm awake. And it's really shit. But, um, but yeah, everything you're saying there about sleep is, is absolutely true. And I think we've both watched, I think you said, have you read the book, the chat that was on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast? Um, Matthew Walker. Was it Matthew Walker? Why What's the book called? Hmm? Huh? What's the book called? Uh, Why We Sleep. Yeah, I've definitely watched that. Um, uh, yeah, it's worth, I'd, well, anyone, Joe Rogan, Matthew Walker, give that a watch. And it's, it just makes you think. They break it down so simply, don't they? Black and white. And this is why we're talking about it now. We say the base things of having sleep and, and hydration and food. And when people hear it and they roll their eyes, well, if you, if you listen to these kind of things we're talking about, you won't roll your eyes. You'll just be like, yeah, what the fuck am I doing? I, I'm, why am I expecting to get something, you know, I don't know. If you put water in your car instead of fuel, and you, can't, you can't expect it to run, can you? It's like... It's because it's, it's just not sexy, is it? It's like, do you know what I mean? No, it's not appealing. It, it's, it's like the whole kind of, I don't know, um, you, you know when you, you're on YouTube or Instagram or whatever, and you get like the sponsored ad of like some guy going like... Um, just giving you some bullshit like ad just saying like do you like you know trying to make you like them give you money or whatever you know I, I can make you a millionaire or whatever like offering you these like quick fixes like everyone needs everyone wants like a hack don't they everyone absolutely wants, everyone wants like the the quick fix like the the cool like sexy way of doing it whatever it might be like the 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 guy that will you know the teenager that that drinks the protein shake every single day and doesn't really go to the gym 
or, or, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not, like, yeah, but that's 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 one of the problems with social media, isn't it? You you can follow these amazing people that are like um, they call themselves influencers, which is so annoying. But um, people that are in really good shape, you know, and, and oh, they've just got everything going for them. They're like really good looking, and they're like ripped, and they're this and that, and they've definitely got some things on their side that help. But when you watch, when I watch a video of someone who's like in really good shape, I think that's oh, I know that's taken years. That's before they would before Instagram, before bloody social media. They've been working at that way before, and people want that sexy. They see it as sexy, and they want that quick fix. They want that quick access. Um, I don't know about you, but people all the time, not all the time, but quite a lot, said to me like, "Oh, how do you get? How do you get in shape? Or like, what you know? What do you do to to get like that and stuff?" And it's just like, well, I've been exercising consist consistently, going to the gym for now twelve years. Like, it's See, not. If you did an advert, no one would fucking click on you. Do you know what I mean? If you said, I've been doing exercise for 12, <laughs> consistently for 12 years, like, no one wants to hear that because, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but if I stand, if, if you do like your shirt off and you, I'm like, these pills got me ripped. <laughs> it's six it. weeks. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Plus, consumerism, that, that's a bit different, isn't it? So, and um, I just feel sorry for people that get preyed on like that. But it's just yeah it's it's like the whole you know people just like they want the quick fix and then you know mm. but that's the same with things that we've been going on about is like eating clean and and hydrating and sleep you won't get the benefits of those you'll feel better from those don't get me wrong well you do get the benefits straight away but the true benefits the true positive response it's it's rolling it's constantly rolling you'll in a week, you'll feel good. You'll feel good for doing all those things, but in a month, you'll feel even better. In six months, you'll feel even better, and in a year, you'll feel so much not even measurable to that one week. And then ongoing from there, well, that's your opportunity to live it. And if you live it, you're going to live better. Um, it's not just a oh god, I've been eating clean for this last week. All I've eaten is like really healthy, and I haven't lost any weight, or I've not nothing's changed. It's like well doesn't work that way because it's taken you however you've lived your life up to now and that's your whole life that's what's got you to here it's going to take a continuation of life to, to get there it's not just a six-week ab program or a six because then what you're going to do when that program finishes or what you're going to do when that diet finishes it should never be a diet it should be a change in lifestyle and that's again when you get people oh fucking there we go and i don't blame them because sometimes when i hear myself and start like, oh fucking hell Shut up, Jack. But it's just, it's the re reason why we're going about it because it's the truth and people don't like that, do they? They like what's sexy and they like what's, click it on Amazon, it gets delivered the next day. When it comes to your health, your physique, your everything like that, it's not, it's an ongoing process. Because without getting too deep, however much you like it, every day we're getting older, <laughs> you know? Every day we're, I don't know if we're slowly dying or what, but um, you've got to keep, you've got to up it. You don't, um people say in uh, with physio like uh, you give them some exercise to like well how long have we got to do this for it's like i always think i don't say to them though what do you mean by that but in my head i'm like well, what do you mean by that this is doing how long do i have to do this for it's like well it needs to become part of your routine a lot of the times you know it's not how long you got to do it for it's how long do you want to do it for to get the benefits you know you don't have to brush your teeth every day but there's a good chance by the time you get to 30 or 40 you won't have any teeth um, so do you know what I mean? It's like, um, 
yeah, I think brushing your teeth is just like everyone brushes their teeth. And if anyone ever says, like, I haven't got time to do something, well, you make time for one, everyone makes time for one thing, and that's brushing that you'd like to think. That is brushing your yeah. teeth. And if you can make yeah. time for that, then you can make time for, for doing whatever the habit is. Yeah, true. true. All right, dude, this has been a really good chat. I've enjoyed this one. Yeah, it's been good, man. Thank um, you very so much. Probably wrap it up there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm now going to go for what also feels good is, um, I should have mentioned, but make good connections with people who have dogs, build their trust. Because yeah. I have access to five or six dogs that I can just go take out for walks and stuff without having, actually having to have a dog. I'm not ready for that yet. So I'm going to go get Ted, the Cocker Spaniel, and just go for a walk. Because Ted, um, sorry, dog therapy, mate, feels so good. I it's great. can't wait to get a dog. Yeah, but no, that's uh, that's been great actually. So I hope it's been a, uh, I hope it's not been too much of a going on about health and fitness because I feel like it's it's hard it's hard to not fall into um, a kind of a, a loophole when it's something you're so passionate about and you want other people to find that exactly. That's all it is. That's all it is. So I just want everyone to be happy. So yeah. Mm.